1952, the Flatwoods monster terrified six kids, a mom, a dog, and the nation. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weird and Wonderful West Virginia Oddities Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and today we're going to be talking about the Flatwoods Monster. So stick around. This one's going to get weird. In West Virginia folklore... The Flatwoods Monster, also known as the Braxton County Monster or Phantom of Flatwoods, is an entity reported to have been sighted in the town of Flatwoods, West Virginia on September 12, 1952, following the appearance of a bright object crossing the night sky. Nearly 50 years later, investigators conclude that the light was a meteor and the creature was a barn owl perched in a tree, with shadows making it appear to be a large humanoid. At 7.15 on September 12, 1952, two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer said they saw a bright object cross the sky and land on the property of local farmer G. Bailey Fisher. The boys went to the home of Kathleen May where they told their story. May, accompanied by three boys, local children Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver, and West Virginia National Guardsman Gene Lemon, went to the Fisher farm in an effort to locate whatever it was that the boys said they thought they'd seen. The group reached the top of the hill where Nunley said they saw a pulsing red light. Lemon said he aimed a flashlight in that direction and momentarily saw a tall man-like figure with a round red face surrounded by a pointed hood-like shape. Descriptions of the Flatwoods monster varied. In an article for Fate magazine based on his tape-recorded interviews, UFO writer Gray Barker described the figure as approximately 10 feet tall with a round red face, a large pointed hood-like shape around the face, eye-like shapes which emitted greenish-orange light and a dark black or green body. Kathleen May described the figure as having a or as having small claw-like hands, clothing-like folds, and a head that resembled the ace of spades. According to the story, when the figure made a hissing sound and glided toward the group, Lemon screamed, dropped his flashlight, and that caused the whole group to run away. The group said that they had smelled a pungent mist, and some later said they were sick to their stomach. The local sheriff and a deputy had been investigating reports of a crashed aircraft in the area. They searched the site of the reported monster but saw, heard, and smelled nothing. According to Barker's account, the next day, A. Lee Stewart Jr. of the Braxton Democrat claimed to discover skid marks in the field and an odd gummy deposit, which were subsequently attributed by UFO enthusiast groups as evidence of a saucer landing. 
According to former news editor Holt Byron, newspaper stories were carried throughout the country, radio broadcasts were carried on large networks, and hundreds of phone calls were received from all parts of the country. The National Press Services rated the story number 11 for the year. A minister from Brooklyn came to question the May family. A Pittsburgh paper sent a special reporter. And UFO writers like Gray Barker and Ivan T. Sanderson arrived to investigate. After investigating the case in 2000, Joe Nickel of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry concluded that the bright light in the sky reported by the witnesses on September 12th was most likely a meteor, and that pulsating red light that everybody saw was likely an aircraft navigation or hazard beacon, and that the creature described by witnesses closely resembled an owl. Nichols suggested that witnesses' perceptions were distorted by their heightened state of anxiety. Nichols' conclusions are shared by a number of other investigators, including those of the Air Force. The night of the September 12th sighting, a meteor had been observed across three states, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. According to Nickel, three flashing red aircraft beacons were also visible from the area of the sightings, which could account for descriptions of a pulsating red light and red tint on the face of the supposed monster. Nickel concluded that the shape, movement, and sounds reported by witnesses were also consistent with the silhouette, flight pattern, and call of a startled barn owl perched on a tree limb, leading researchers to conclude that foliage beneath the owl may have created the illusion of the lower portions of the creature, described as having a pleated green skirt. Researchers also concluded that the witnesses' inability to agree on whether the creature had arms combined with Kathleen May's report of having small claw-like hands which extended in front of it also matched the description of a barn owl with its talons gripping a tree branch. According to skeptic Ryan Haupt, even though local boy Max Lockhart admittedly admitted he'd driven around the site hoping to see something in his Chevy truck, paranormal investigators concluded that the tracks, oily residue, and bits of a rubbery substance must have been left by the creature and not the truck. Haupt explains nausea reported by some of the witnesses as symptoms consistent with hysteria and overexertion. Local officials have erected a Welcome to Flatwoods Home of the Green Monster sign on the route leading into the town. And in celebration of the legend, the Braxton County Convention and Visitors Bureau built a series of five tall chairs in the shape of the monster to serve as landmarks and visitor attractions. The town of Flatwoods also houses a museum dedicated to the monster legend and offers promotional merchandise. The Bureau rewards visitors who photograph all five chairs with free Braxy stickers as part of their ongoing promotion. The monster legend is celebrated every year when the town of Flatwoods holds its annual festival called Flatwood Days. The three-day festival is a weekend of live music, food, and craft vendors.
So is there a logical explanation for what the May group described seeing in the mountains of West Virginia that September night in 1952? Skeptics are quick to point out that most of the other locals did indeed see the flaming streak in the sky, but were unfazed because they realized it for what it was, a meteor. Indeed, most of the boys in that schoolyard had also first assumed the object that flew above them toward the mountain was a meteor. As for the monster itself, either the group somehow experienced a shared hallucination, saw a perched barn owl, or this close encounter was nothing more than a contrived publicity stunt. So is the Flatwoods monster real or just the active imagination of children? You be the judge. So until next time, keep it weird, West Virginia. Make sure to follow the Weird and Wonderful West Virginia podcast on Facebook at WeirdWVPod, on Twitter at WeirdWV, and on Instagram at WeirdWV underscore podcast.